Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is 5 o'clock on a Friday, which means it's time for Happy Hour with Bobby DePaul, courtesy of Bobby DePaul Charities and the Walking with Anthony Foundation. And Bobby DePaul, before we start with the Browns, as we always do, explain the song. It's time to start the second half of the season and the rematches of the Black and Blue AFC North Division. All week, we've heard about how great both these defenses are and how well they know each other. At some point, you just have to block out all the lies and fake information and just play the game. So let's talk some Ravens football. All right, ultimate football guy. Well, some things have certainly changed since these teams last played. The Ravens much healthier. Browns beat up. We'll get to that in a minute. And no DTR at quarterback to throw three gimme picks. But the Browns offense, man, it's been pretty ugly, Bobby, no matter who the QB has been. So is this the week they finally push it down to Amari Cooper downfield, or is that uh, is that not in the cards? How many times have you guys heard me say instability has a direct impact on execution and results? Yes, sir. When a team has to start three different quarterbacks in the first eight games of the regular season, that's a recipe for to that you know for disaster. Surprise. The Browns find themselves only one game behind the division-leading uh, Ravens. I mean, how about that one? Yeah. Couldn't, we couldn't predict that one. Mm-hmm. That's why I just say, you know, said throw out the disinformation campaign because the Browns' statistical struggles only reflect the instability at the most important position yeah. in football, the quarterback position. The Browns now have their starting quarterback with one game under his belt last week against Arizona, you know, since his shoulder injury back in week three. You know, Deshaun did try to play against Indianapolis in week seven, but he was pulled in the first quarter after, you know, only attempting five passes. So he hasn't played a lot of football this year. Watching, in my mind, is still in preseason mode, just trying to get back into rhythm and game shape. You know, Watson did finish the game last week against Arizona, and he did have success. He threw two nice touchdowns, he had no interceptions, and he had a quarterback rating of 107.5. 
So he has to feel confident coming into Baltimore this week. This is the NFL. Watson is being paid a huge amount of money. So, you know, he would love nothing more than to come to Baltimore and steal a game. No doubt about it. In the NFL, nothing surprises me anymore. So I'm assuming he's healthy and ready to take another step from last week to this week. In terms of pushing the ball down the field to number two, Amari Cooper, last week against Arizona, Watson completed two deep balls to Cooper for 59 and 49 yards. So he's very capable. The best thing, and I've mentioned this you know, back in week four, the best thing about Deshaun Watson is his deep ball. The guy can drop the ball in a bucket down the field. That's the number one thing he can do, and he just did it last week. Bobby D., the Ravens' coverage has been pretty stout all around, but we talked on the show this week about their cover three coverage, and it's been really lights out. 4.9 yards per pass, zero touchdowns, five picks, 45.9 rating. Watson has twice as many picks against it as any other coverage, so do you expect a lot of it Sunday? Those are some really impressive Raven defensive stats. And there's a lot of credit to go around starting up front with pressure and mm-hmm. working its way back. You know, when you listen to John Harbaugh's uh, press conference, he, you know, he's an old secondary coach and he will tell you it actually starts, you know, on the back end and works, it, mm-hmm. you know, works its way to the front. Let me just say this. It's always a great thing when everybody is fighting for the credit because the alternative is misery when it doesn't work. Both can be right. They work hand-in-hand together. In terms of number four, quarterback Deshaun Watson and throwing the picks, I haven't seen you know all his interceptions, but what I can tell you is what I saw on tape last week. I thought Deshaun actually struggled to throw the short balls. His ball placement and, and football, footwork was off. Deshaun showed a tendency to throw low, forcing the receivers to dig balls out of the dirt. Uh, the off-target uh, balls – hurt the receivers you know you can't you know when you got to dig and you've got to adjust your route you can't run after the catch so so that kind of hurt the uh the yardage after the catch i thought he threw the screens well uh you know but that uh three-step timing was off Mm -hmm. those low those low throws created a few tip balls at the line of scrimmage that could have easily led to some interceptions but he got lucky okay i felt like uh you know he was aiming the ball instead of ripping it like I mentioned in the last question, his deep balls were perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, as a defensive coach, the best thing to do is take away what the quarterback does best. In, in defending Watson, I expect the Ravens to try and take away the deep ball and lean over the top of number two, Amari Cooper, his favorite deep ball receiver. Listen to this. Amari Cooper has a season total of 617 receiving yards. 315 of the 617 yards are from deep balls. That's over 50% of his production is from the deep ball. Take away the deep ball and force Watson to make the quick, accurate throws is the way to go this week. I expect Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald to show a pre-snap umbrella look with both both safeties playing deep Mm -hmm. and one rolling over the top of Cooper at the snap of the ball. The Ravens will use that umbrella look to disguise, you know, a combination of half field and cover three coverages. Let's just hope Geno Stone stays on the field this week because he, Geno, is the deep ball neutralizer. Yes, he is. Um, Bobby D, the Browns run game has been pretty neutralized the last five weeks as life without Nick Chubb has settled in. They're running about 40 times a game lately but only averaging 3.9 yards per carry. It makes me wonder if if they kind of just 
figure out that it ain't going to be the day on the ground against the Ravens and maybe really feature Kareem Hunt in the short passing game as an extension of the run game. What do you think about that? The Browns will never be able to replace the production of running back Nick Chubb this year. But But the mentality and the determination of the Browns to run the football is still alive. I mean, that's their identity, and they will not deviate from it, guys. It's just a matter of them dealing with the injuries and finding creative ways to use their personnel, you know, on the current roster and get the job done. I mean, this this is the NFL, and the Browns have one of the top offensive line coaches in the National Football League with Bill Callahan. I work with Bill Callahan at the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a total pro. He will find ways to run the ball. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, okay? There's been a lot of talk this week on ESPN, and, you know, every once in a while I check in, see what the world's uh, got to say, uh, NFL Network. You know, talking about the Ravens' big running attack last week against the Seahawks. But if you guys, uh, you know, people listened to 105.7 The Fan last Friday, you probably weren't surprised because we mentioned how the Ravens had a distinct power advantage to run the ball, and that's what they did. Guess what, guys? It's a copycat league, and the Browns now have their version of Patrick Ricard playing fullback and tight end. His name is number 53, Nick Harris. I mean, this guy's a converted offensive center, and to be honest, I think he's a little, you know, a little better athlete than my man Patrick mm. Ricard. I may, I may have a new man crush wow. here, man. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, hate Bite to say it, but <laughs> Nick Harris, six one, three hundred pounds, and he can move. The Browns are using Nick Harris on lead blocks, and they're also using him at tight end to take on the defensive ends at the point of attack. I'm surprised nobody has talked about his impact on the field this week. But uh, this this guy, I mean, this definitely has given the, you know the Browns some hope having this uh, capability. They were also using offensive tackle James Hudson at tight end, but he's now having to start a tackle. Right. So I'm expecting a, even a bigger role for Nick Harris, you know, on Sunday. Keep an eye on. Uh, I, I think he's a load to handle on the edges, just like Patrick Ricard. In terms of a short passing game and utilizing running backs out of the backfield, the guy that they are using this year is number 34, Jerome Ford. Ford has the speed, the, the quick acceleration out in space. You know, Hunt's kind of lost a step. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the Browns are using him more in running situations. And when they throw to him, it's more running back screens. More with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul next here on The Fan. We're back with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. And the Browns are without both their starting tackles against the NFL's top sack attack. Is this another Jadavian Clowney revenge game? Is this a total mismatch in the trenches, Bobby? Yeah, this is a big challenge for the Browns and offensive line coach Bill Callahan. But if anybody can figure it out, he is definitely the man to do it. The, the, you know, the Browns' next man up, I mentioned earlier, is number 66, James Hudson, Jr. And, uh, you know, good, the good thing about him is he's been playing tight end, okay, to give him a little more beef. So you could see what they were trying to do. They got Harris at fullback. They had uh, Hudson kind of playing tight end and giving him more, some more beef. And that's what I'm talking about, using your personnel to find ways, creative ways to run the football. And that's what they've been doing. Now he moves to tackle. Uh, you know, the one thing about uh, 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 our man James is that because he's been playing that role, he, he's in game condition. I mean, we're in week 10. So when guys are now thrusted into a starting role, 
you know, this far removed from preseason, game conditioning becomes a big concern for players. I mean, we, we talked about a few weeks ago about Bateman and we talked about uh, Odell Beckham just trying to get their game shape, you know, get back in a couple of weeks. Okay. So fortunately for them, they've been using them. So that'll help them. Ironically, he was playing right tackle, replacing Deron Jones because he had a right knee injury in the third quarter. Uh, but once Jedrick uh, Willis Jr. went down, you know, Jones miraculously recovered and went back to right tackle, and then uh, Hutchins jumped over to left. You know, there are rumors about a switch between Deron Jones moving from right to left this week mm-hmm. and James Hudson playing, you know, playing right. I mean, if that happened, it wouldn't shock me because, you know, H- Hudson was a fish out of water playing left tackle last week. You know, he just doesn't have the footwork or base to, to handle that blind side right now. So I can see why they're talking about it, whether they do it or not. I don't know. You know, Jones is not a great athlete, but at least he has the size and length. I mean, the guy's 6'8 with this huge wingspan. I mean, that size and length. You don't have to be a great athlete to be a left tackle, you know, when you have such big frame and, and wingspan. And, uh, you know, you can really widen the edge. And, and he was so big, it's tough to, uh, to bull rush. You know, Orlando Brown comes to mind. You know, he's not mm-hmm. a great athlete playing left tackle. The edge is definitely in favor of the Ravens. I do think the Browns will use that uh, number 53, Nick Harris, just like the Ravens mm-hmm. use Patrick Ricard in pass protection, another role for him. I expect them to use 21 personnel. It's probably going to be the package because that allows Nick Harris to go to tight end, just like the Ravens do uh, with Ricard. And now you get a free release uh, with uh, David and Juco, the tight end, number 85. You don't want to keep him in and block, right? right? Just like you don't want to keep Mark Andrews right. in. Like I said, it's a copycat league. That's exactly how the Ravens do it. They got evidence of it. We see them preparing their roster for it, and I, that's kind of how I'm expecting it this to play out. All right, you've mentioned your man crushed Pat Ricard a couple times, so let's dig in on that, Bobby. If you look at the advanced analytics against the Browns, they have the number one success rate in the league stopping runs out of 11 personnel, but when teams get heavy and bring in that fullback, they're bottom third of the league. Do you think we see a lot of Ricard? And are we crazy to think that Keaton Mitchell could be a little bit of Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside? You know, last time the Ravens played the Browns, uh, you know, the Ravens were without left tackle Ronnie Stanley. Yeah. Okay? I, I mentioned uh, the last time, you know, the high IQ squad led by Jim, defensive coordinator Jimmy mm-hmm. Schwartz, you know, and he's a big, aggressive man coverage team. You know, not a whole lot's changed. Matter of fact, Jimmy Jimmy Schwartz has actually doubled down, still ranking number you know number one in National Football League playing man coverage, forty three percent of the time. You know, playing man coverage allows for them to get their safety number twenty two Grant Delpet down in the box and play eight man fronts. It's not easy to run the ball against eight man fronts mm-hmm. in the National Football League. The good news is the Ravens are healthy. And they have the top, you know, we talked about Ricard, the top blocking fullback in the league. So 21 personnel gives the Ravens that the, the unique physical presence needed to block one of the top defenses in the National Football League. The other uh, unique quality the Ravens have is the quarterback design runs with Lamar Jackson. When you play man coverage, nobody on the defense covers the quarterback in, in, you know, in any type of typical man coverage in the National Football League. That poses a unique challenge to the Browns' man defense. You know, if you want more running back number 34, Keaton Mitchell, the way to get him more runs is by using him in a wildcat formation. If you run wildcat, 
it can reduce the eight-man front because either a safety or a linebacker will have to go cover Lamar Jackson when you line him up or you motion him outside Mm -hmm. the uh, box, right? Using wildcat formations is a different way to get, you know, to get those quarterback design runs without, you know, using Lamar, thus reducing his risk and hits to all those uh, to all the uh, body parts that he had. We did see him, you know, kind of limp off the field on oh, Sunday, yeah. so I got a little concerned about that. Keaton Mitchell gives the Ravens the Lamar Jackson, you know, explosive speed element. Bobby D, you mentioned Schwartz still playing a ton of man, but he's backed off blitzing since last meeting. But everyone likes to blitz Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, I went back and I I watched the last meeting between the Browns and the Ravens. And and what I saw in the first half compared to what I saw in the second half is very disconcerting to me. The Browns were not aggressive in the first half at all. The second half was a different story. Obviously, defensive coordinator Jimmy Schwartz realized that his corners could press man and win. If you recall, the Ravens played without Odell Beckham and Rashad Bateman. You know, so uh, his he really held his top talent, his big advantage back, which was surprising. A big personnel evaluation mistake, and that mistake won't happen this time around, even though the Ravens get back Bateman and, and uh, Beckman. The Browns have a distinct talent advantage covering the Ravens wide receiver, so I'm not expecting a lot more. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely expecting a lot more aggressive right. main coverage. You know, it wouldn't shock me if the Browns take a page out of the Miami Dolphins playbook and attack with zero-man blitz coverage scheme. Jimmy played some zero-man looks in the second half, okay? And the very first one, he, he showed it, dropped back, and it, uh, it was Lamar was in shotgun. and guess what Lamar did? He dropped a perfect snap because he was rattled. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you go back and you start looking at this stuff, this is where there's, you know, this is when you start saying, you know what? You start gaining confidence when you're a defensive coach. Okay. Uh, you know, so they struggle with it. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson against zero man pressure is ranked 22nd in the National Football League, guys, with a quarterback rating of 71.7%. Not good. The league has a playbook, and then there's a playbook to defend against Lamar Jackson. The high IQ coaching staff outsmarted themselves. I doubt they will be outsmarted again this week. Bunch formations, Ravens fans, look for them. They're the way, that's how you handle any time you go against a big-time blitz package. Joe Gibbs, and I said it in week four, understood the use of rub routes, okay, to get some big plays in the passing game against man coverage. We saw a touchdown on the red zone to Mark Andrews coming out a bunch. We saw a real a wheel route to the running back. You know, we had our practice squad running back running against the top cover linebacker. He got rubbed and made a big play down the field. Okay, so keep that in mind. Keep a look out for a bunch of formations. Excellent. Uh, one area we think the Ravens might have a distinct advantage, Bobby, is in the red zone. The Ravens are a top-six red zone offense, and they're 12 for their last 14. Um, and those other two that they didn't convert, it was a kneel down and a field goal. Um, the Browns are 28th in the red zone, and they've really struggled uh, to defend the run in, in the red zone, frankly, um, especially the last four weeks. Is this a key to the game? Anytime a team is in the red zone, you want to score touchdowns. 
I mean, the big advantage the Ravens have, and I mentioned it before, is the quarterback design runs with Lamar Jackson. In the last game, when I went back and looked at it, in week four, Lamar had two rushing yes. touchdowns coming in the red zone. He threw that one uh, nice pass in, in the back right corner of the end zone to uh, Andrews, that high ball. Elite quarterbacks in the NFL are judged by how they perform in critical situations. The Ravens rank sixth in the National Football League, converting 65% of the time in the red zone. The good news is Odell Beckham finally scored a touchdown mm. last week, so no need for Lamar to keep looking for him. <laughs> Quarterback design runs also cut down on the turnovers by eliminating those four, uh, those four strokes, guys. Yeah. And, and, and there's a... This is an advantage. Uh, they can get down there. They got to get down there first. You know, this is a pretty damn good defense. But if they get down there, they the, the, it goes back in the in the Ravens' favor. Bobby D, any any other observations? Yeah, I went back to my uh, old University of Maryland for a 1983 uh, ACC championship reunion. You guys will get a kick out of this score, you know, story. So I'm standing on the sidelines. They all wanted they wanted the team down there early, mm-hmm. 40 year reunion. So I get down there early. So I'm, I'm standing next to a Big Ten official. Okay, so I turn to him. We start chit chat. Next thing I know, I guess he's from Baltimore. Because guess what, guys? He listens to the segment every oh. week. He absolutely loves the breakdown for the zebras. Okay, so, man, I really like the the statistics and stuff. Of course, I turned to him and said to him, "Hey, can we get a couple offensive holding calls this week?" <laughs> oh, he, he had a, he turned and beeline walked away. That was the end of that, huh? Yeah, that was the end of that conversation. But uh, let's talk about the zebras this week. The head referee is uh, Land Clark. He's coming a long way from New Mexico. Two key areas the Ravens need to focus on this week. Number one, roughing the quarterback and unnecessary roughness calls. I mean, these guys like a clean game. Uh, number two, these another anti-offense crew. They love to throw the offensive holding flag. So the Ravens' offensive line has to be careful with their hands again this week. Some good and bad news for the Ravens. The away team, listen to this, is has a 75% win rate. But... But here's the good news. The last two weeks have gone to the home team. So maybe they realize they started the season. The away team won six straight to start the season. Their record's now six and two. Okay. The away team, six and two. So that's how you get to 75%. Uh, in 2022, they were 69% the away team. So this is back to back years where the away team's been winning the games. In the previous three years prior to 22, 35% was the stat. So they must have realized they were so low. So now they're kind of trying to get back to the middle, a little bounce, okay? Bobby D, let the people know about the Bobby DePaul Charities and the Walking with Anthony Foundation. Bobby DePaul Charity is a proud supporter of the Walking with Anthony Foundation, a charity organization on a mission to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver financial aid assistance or equipment to those in need. If you'd like to help me help some kids, please go online to www.walkingwithanthony.org and make a donation. Or if you want to make a direct donation, you can hit my uh, Venmo charity link at Bobby DePaul Charities. And thanks again for all your support. The great Bobby DePaul, always awesome, sir. It's You've earned a happy hour beverage or two. We appreciate your time as always. 
should be a low-scoring game, guys. Ooh, Have cool. a great weekend. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Coming up next, you heard from Bobby, Bobby D. D. another under yeah, he at does. Uh, the bank. It's time for our six-pack of bold predictions, and that's next here on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.